Live from the Midtown studios of KFNX, it's Grateful Heart Radio with your host, Rebecca Rains. Welcome to our show and thanks for listening. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We like to bring our listeners accurate information instead of headlines and sound bites designed to simply attract attention. And ladies, I think today, more so than ever, it's important to talk about the real information, not just sound bites and headlines. Yeah, I usually go into this whole description about how we want to help people make their best decisions possible right. for themselves and their families. I'm Rebecca Rains with Integrity All Stars over at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we are proud to be part of the Timely Balanced Truths Network. I have Amanda Briggs and Tara Craig in front of me. Amanda is the VP of Education and Technology with Lawyer's Title and also the CEO of Roosted, and we'll have her talk about that. And Tara Bianco Craig is our Senior Loan Officer, Branch Manager, Financial Coach, CE Instructor. Both of these ladies know what's going on. And right now, everybody wants to know what's going on because there's some really crazy times that we're all seeing. I mean, just driving here today, by the way, P.S., we are practicing social distancing the best that we can here in the studio. <laughs> I do have Purell on the table for those of you guys watching us live on our Facebook feed. And besides that, um, we are trying to stay as far apart away from each other. The girls both have promised me no sneezing, no coughing, and no touching their faces with their hands. So if you guys want to watch us to make sure we abide by all the rules, you can watch us on Facebook Live at GratefulHeart.TV. And ladies... You know, I, I don't even know where to start because there's so much to talk about. We know we're going to run out of time. We have four segments, and we're going to be over before we know it. So, Amanda, you, what in your first intro on the show today, what do you want to cover in today's episode? So I think the main thing to know is what is really happening in real estate with all of this going on. Obviously, things change day to day. We really didn't see any impact whatsoever here on the local Arizona market until right after St. Patrick's Day. And I think kind of knowing where we've been in the market and the way in which this has impacted it is uh, really important for people to know because it hasn't been as drastic of an impact as I think people might might think it is. Agreed. And I know both of us pulled stats from the Cromford Report. I was on the MLS this morning pulling current actives and pending sales. And I'm happy to talk about even this past week and my sales that I have had. Tara, you and I talked a little bit briefly this morning. What about you? What do you want to cover in today's show so the listeners know what they can expect? Oh, absolutely. I want to talk about the stimulus that was passed and uh, families who are affected by job loss or loss of income, what their options are with that, and really just what's happening on uh, our side of the fence in terms of home financing and um, how things are changing. Uh, and in her world, we're talking mortgages, guys, and mortgages are changing daily. Every single day. Well, yes. and, and I almost feel like every single second because you even sent me some headlines this morning via text, Tara, that if you just read the headlines, you'd be a little more freaked out than probably you should be as long as you're educated about mm -hmm. what's really going on. And that's what our goal today is to educate everybody who's actually listening about the real deal, what's happening in real estate and business as far as in Arizona specifically. Right, oh, ladies? Absolutely. Yes. And it's funny you say that, Rebecca. I have my computer up and am reading as we go because that's how swiftly things are changing. Well, I'm glad you have your computer up. <laughs> I was a nice little geeky nerd this morning. And I know, I, I, without even saying it, Amanda really much is the biggest geekiest nerd I know. But that's a sexy <laughs> thing, ladies. I like nerds because we know what's happening. We, we know our stats. I did hop. I, I don't want to pretend I'm the authority on anything COVID or coronavirus. 
I did hop on the John Hopkins uh, website this morning with the interactive map. If you haven't been on there, I think yeah. it's pretty fascinating. It's it's amazing how much has just changed in the last two days. I was on there Saturday morning looking at the stats in preparation for this morning's show, and the stats have changed some. Now, I just want to kind of go over just to kind of put things into perspective. Here in Arizona, we have 7.1 million people as of 2018. Mm-hmm. In Maricopa, we have 4.3 million people. So obviously over half of the state lives in Maricopa County. In Maricopa County, we currently have, according to the website, <laughs> again, we know we talked before we went on air. We don't know, you know, how many people out there think they might have gotten it already and they just weren't tested. Like, we don't right. know how reliable these stats truly are on the website. We'd like to think that they are. Um, they show in Maricopa County, as of this morning, 545 people have tested positive. Unfortunately, five people have passed away from this in the last month or so, which is a really sad thing. In the entire state, we have 919 that have tested positive with a total of 11 who have passed away. In the U.S., on Saturday when I looked, we had 124 positive cases. As of this morning, we have 143,000 positive cases, and that's out of 327 million people in the U.S. Right. When you look at the grand scheme of things, we are 7.5 billion worldwide population, 741 reported cases positive, but 35,000 deaths. But the good news there is 156,000 people have been reported as recovered. Right. We have not seen any recovered cases here in Arizona yet. So it feels like we're kind of behind the game of a lot of other places in the world. And hopefully we get to learn a little bit about what they've experienced. So hopefully it will save our time frame with whatever we experience here locally. And all of that said, I was out showing homes this weekend. I have been writing contracts. I have gotten contracts on my listings. Real estate is still happening here in Arizona. It is still happening, Rebecca. You know, as a matter of fact, we have received 12 purchase contracts in the last week and a half, and we fully expected that that would slow down. But for many buyers who were discouraged because of multiple offers, they see this as an opportunity if their employment is secure uh, to get out there and be able to purchase a home at a time where there's perhaps not as much competition. Absolutely. One of the changes that we've seen since March 18th is an increase in new listings. Now, we've been down on the number of listings, the number of active homes that are for sale. That's average for our market. Right. We've been below average for four, five, six years. So this new increase in listings, which is uh, the biggest chunk of it, is actually in that under $400,000 price range, which is that price point where we really needed some new inventory. And so one of the biggest changes that's come out of this is that increase in listings. Some people... Um, um, hypothesize that it's uh, vacation rentals and Airbnbs where they're seeing a lot of cancellations, people not traveling. And so they're like, okay, we're just going to go ahead and list this investment property for, for sale. And so that's a lot of that price range that we've been needing in the market. Well, and I'll tell you, um, you just gave me chills. My mom's place was rented for the whole entire month of April. Of course, they canceled. Mm-hmm. She's not planning on selling. But, mm-hmm. you know, to your point, we have seen a lot of cancellations on anything travel-related, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the vacation rentals certainly are a nice little injection into the market market shortage we've had. Just two weeks ago, because I'm such a nerd, I pulled these every every <laughs> time I do the show. Two weeks ago, I wanted to see how many active listings were in Maricopa County, and we had 8,500. Today, we have 10,500. So to your point, Amanda Sue, we have gotten 2,000 more active listings currently showing. But that doesn't mean we've had less sales. Right. Um, the reality of it is we have currently pending 
under contracts uh, homes is 9,100. And guess what? Last time I did this, it was only 7,800. So mm-hmm. we actually have had more sales in the last couple of weeks because yeah. of the influx of inventory. And all of that said, in the last week alone, over 2,000 homes have gone under contract to Maricopa County. Wow. Over 2,000. And that's the stats that I pulled this morning. So to your point, I know I had a lot of buyers who were getting really frustrated in February. I've been doing real estate for 27 years. I have never seen the bidding wars we had seen in February. So those people actually are going out today. And one of them got a contract with me this weekend where, yes, it was one day on the market. Yes, they paid full price. But last time we had a one day on the market full price house we were there within two hours and somebody else beat us and gave a cash offer and right. we didn't even have a prayer. So, right. you know, definitely, as you said, opportunities. That said, in case you just joined us, you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, Motivational Arizona Real Estate and Business Show. And today, our three E's are more important than ever to educate, empower, and engage you guys. You are sitting here listening to Tara Craig with Amara First and Amanda Sue Briggs over there at Lawyer's Title and Roosted. And we are going to come back to you guys after break. We have to pay, you know, the bills, run a few commercials. And we're going to continue this discussion, folks. If you guys want to join us live on Facebook Live, you get to watch in the commercials what we talk about, too. about buying or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com. We want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Raines, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. We are live here every Monday at 11 AM. If you have any questions, please call us at 602-277-5369, or even if you have an idea for the show, but I am going to tell you right now, we're probably going to be talking about nothing other than the market for the short, immediate future. Again, in the show with me today is Tara Krieg. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, Craig. Craig of the TK team over at Amera First yep. Financial. And we have Amanda Sue Briggs at Lawyer's Title. I want to make sure I don't screw this up since I screwed up Tara's name. <laughs> and we are talking some really important stuff regarding real estate, home sales. She, I haven't even let Tara talk yet about anything with the mortgage stuff. On break, we started talking about all those iBuyers. And for those of you guys that are listening going, what the heck is an iBuyer? Amanda Sue, will you please do me the honor? Absolutely. So iBuyers, also called cash offer companies, are uh, large real estate brokerages that rather than listing your home for sale on the market traditionally, will actually purchase your home for you and then or from you and then resell it on the open market. So we're talking about companies like Open Door, OfferPad, and the newest entrance, which is Zillow Offers. Otherwise known as the zoo. I'm not <laughs> saying I call them that. I'm just saying I've heard other people call them that. And what we're talking about is they had been what we call in real estate the disruptors in the last couple of years, right? Which we mean by that is just a new opportunity for sellers who maybe are in distress 
willing to leave some money on the table, want the convenience, didn't want to have showings. Along came their knights in shining armor who maybe didn't pay full price, but they alleviated a lot of the other concerns when it came to listing and selling their homes. In the last month, we have heard not only are they no longer purchasing properties, any of those entities, but they've actually canceled deals in escrow which have left some of these people in distress, which we are speculating, at least on break, that that's probably what is attributed to the amount of new listings going on the market besides the VRBOs. Wouldn't you agree, ladies? Completely agree. What, do you, what, are, what are you guys hearing? I, their main price point, all of them across the board, is pretty much under 300000 and that's where we've seen the biggest increase in new listings, like we were talking about. So it makes sense that that's a big part of where those new yeah. listings are coming from. You know, a lot of the reasons that people went with these companies, in addition to what you said, Rebecca, about being in distress, a lot of it, too, was... You know, they just didn't want to deal with showings for whatever right. reason. They had multiple pets. They had uh, elderly uh, mother or father mm-hmm. living with them that they didn't want to be disturbed. All sorts of reasons that they went with that. So in a situation like this with COVID-19, it'd be even more of an incentive, I think, to not have to deal with showings and have people in your home with the risk. And yet they pulled out completely. I want to talk about that. Um Honestly, I'm out looking at properties, and there are definitely things we're doing different today than what we were doing even a month ago. You're seeing hand sanitizer at the front door with notes on the front door to please refrain from touching doors, lights, and or door lights, didn't it? Light switches, door, <laughs> door handles, handles. Uh, leaving the doors unlocked, leaving the house the way you found it, really minimizing the amount of exposure within the house, especially with an occupied property. Uh, I've seen it where some agents are not allowing showings during the week. They're only allowing virtual showings. So we're trying to do more of the Matterport 3D type tours or video Mm -hmm. tours. And only then if a buyer has seen it and he still has interest, are we allowing them to come through the home? So we're trying to minimize the amount of exposure our sellers are having, as well as limiting the amount that the buyers are experiencing too with the virtual tours. Well, and I think that really speaks to the importance of technology, you know, and really leveraging those virtual tours the Matador uh, kind of dollhouse type. Matador? Yes. Matt- Matterport. Matterport. <laughs> uh, dollhouse type images sure. and things of that nature. So that really only a buyer who's truly narrowed down their search um, it, are going in those homes. Yeah. So. I actually have a property that we had as a coming soon in Scottsdale near Papago Park. Pa- Papago Park. I don't know why none of us can talk <laughs> We're about this. today. You know, maybe just we're out of practice. I don't know. And we had a coming soon sign, which just so you guys know, the co- coming soons are no longer going to be allowed by Armless, which is that. Arizona Regional uh, Multiple Listing Service. We'll actually get fined if you have a coming soon sign on any property starting, I think it's April 5th or 6th, somewhere in the next mm-hmm. week or so, right? Yeah. And because it's occupied, we had it a blimp. It, we, we had it as delayed in the MLS, and then it went active for like an afternoon. This was two weeks ago, and all of a sudden I started getting all these requests. I'm like, what in the world? This isn't supposed to be on the market yet. So we put it back off market. And ever since then, I've had several people harassing us trying to get into this home. So yeah. we did decide for tonight, one night only, pre-MLS, we're going to allow a few people into the home. And if somebody buys it, we're just going to let them buy it because I don't want to have to expose my seller to any more showing activity if we, yeah, if we can to. avoid it. Right. Yeah. I mean, if he gets the offer that he needs and that he wants, he's good with that. So I think most agents are trying to be as cognizant of that as possible mm-hmm. and safeguard our clients. But at the same time, real estate is still happening, mm-hmm. and we still have to have it happen. Tara, I know you mentioned over the weekend you had a, a, a few contracts come in. What are you seeing? Are you still seeing full-price offers? What, what kind of 
it sounds like there's still... Yeah, I was going to say the house that my clients made an offer on had just come to market. And uh, fortunately, it got accepted. But we're, I'm still calling listing agents because we're still competing in multiple offer situations. Mm-hmm. I have a client right now who's shopping at a 400000 price point. He's got excellent credit. He's well qualified. And he has been beat out multiple times. And the agent sent me a text this morning. He just made another offer on a home. And she said... I'm shocked. I really thought that this would create the slowdown that we needed. And so I think it's important for um, buyers to understand that there's certainly still competition. Agreed, 100%. For those of you guys watching live on Grateful Heart on our Facebook live feed, I'm going to show you guys a chart. The chart is being shown right now. <laughs> and what this chart shows, it's a virtual chart. No, actually, it's not. It just shows that we have very little inventory and we're still way less than where we should have been even a year ago. A year ago, we had, let me take a peek because I have to put my glasses on for this. <laughs> a year ago, we had 23,000 active listings. According to the Cromford Report this morning in MLS, we have 17,000 listings active. When I narrowed it down just to Maricopa County, it's far less than that. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's still a seller's market. As long as you said it earlier, Tara, as long as their jobs are still secure. <laughs> yeah. You know, 3.3 million job losses is uh, certainly not something to not make, not uh, make note of or take notice, if you will. And so um, I think it's important to remember that a lot of those are temporary uh, when the economy opens back up. A lot of those jobs uh, are still available and waiting for those families. Um, but one of the things, Rebecca, that I think is going to be really interesting to see is what new listings come to the market because they want uh, a, an emergency reserve. You know, I teach Dave Ramsey. I do these nine-week financial courses. It's ironic. I actually was in week eight of a nine-week course, and we were on our last week as this all uh, began. And I thought, what a blessing for those families who had been preparing and didn't even know it mm-hmm. by saving up an emergency fund and paying down debt and really preparing. And so um, I would not be surprised if we see homes coming to the market because families are concerned that they don't have an emergency reserve and they want to sell to tap into the equity in their home. Okay, so point taken. One of the homes I showed over the weekend that particular seller was looking at living in his RV for the next three years. Wow. And he's selling everything. Yeah. You know, again, I getting think liquid, getting liquid. Yeah. And, and isn't liquidity the biggest concern on the stock market right now? I'm looking across the table at Amanda Sue so she can talk about that. You did bring up the stock market and I know Chet's going to start getting really excited over here momentarily and start waving at me that we're going to have to go to break. So before we do go to break, a little blurb about what the market's doing, because that is actually what you talked about on break why we're seeing these big guy buyers not purchase right now. Absolutely. So the stock market, like everything else in our world right now, is very fluid, going up, going down on a daily basis. And the place where most of these iBuyers like Zillow and OfferPad and Open Door get their funding from to purchase all of these homes before they resell them, because right. obviously you need a lot of cash to do that, right. is from Wall Street, is from the stock market. And so I think that's a big reason why we're seeing them pull out. The only other segment of the market that uh, the stock market tends to impact is our luxury market. So that's the other piece that we're seeing a little bit more cancellations of properties that were already under contract on the luxury side because a lot of their wealth comes from stocks rather than from mortgages or cash reserves. One of our buyers for one of our new builds that you're familiar with, with Belago Homes, they had claimed that in the last month they've lost $350,000 in their investments through the stock market. Mm -hmm. And so they were short actually to close escrow because they had planned. We sold a house for them. 
they were planning to take $50,000 as their down payment from their stock monies. And they said that today that stock money is only worth 14000 Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Again, things have might have changed in the last week. But I don't follow the stocks nearly as closely as I should. Tara shaking her head no. And <laughs> yes, and- yes. I'm shaking my head because we actually have a woman right now where when we're looking at income, we're looking at the balance in these asset accounts to determine a continuance. And we actually had a woman who her statement initially had shown that there was sufficient funds in there to support the income for a three-year period of time. And by the time we had to update the statement, there wasn't. And we had to reduce that income. So so um, I think the stock market plays a huge role in a lot of family scenarios. Okay. So when we come back from break, because we have to play some more commercials, you guys hopefully are finding this episode entertaining and educating and important to hear more. When you guys come back, we are going to talk more about the stocks. We're going to talk more about the bailout money, Tara, because I know you're just dying to talk to us about that. I think we want to talk stimulus, and I really want to talk about what are the changes that are happening in the lending, lending industry so that we can continue to do real estate in these changing times. Okay. We'll be back, guys, after break. Join us in just a few. Thank you. or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com. Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX 1100 AM. In case you're just joining us, we have Tara Krieg from AmeriFirst Financial, the TK team, and Amanda Sue Briggs with Lawyer's Title and Roosted. Amanda, I told you you could talk about Roosted earlier, and we never got to it. We're going to run out of time to talk about mess, mainly everything we want to talk about. <laughs> so if you guys are only listening to us on the radio, you are missing out, because on break, we are talking about all kinds of good stuff on our Facebook Live channel, and that is at Grateful Heart TV. Check us out. And in the meantime, Amanda, Roosted, tell us about that real quick, and then, Tara, the floor is yours. Uh, absolutely. So Roosted is a real estate referral brokerage. So it is a place for people who have their real estate license, but don't actually want to be showing properties and negotiating contracts where they can kind of just park their license and earn a referral fee whenever they know someone looking to buy or sell. So right now might be a great time for all of those agents who are not very busy right now who want to just park their license. Look up Roosted. Is it just Roosted.com? Roosted.io. I-O. Okay. Tara, she's you know, telling me how she's going to tell me no if I write a contract and I want it done in 30 days. I'm not happy about it, people. <laughs> not happy at all. But tell me why, Tara. Let's explain it to our audience. I just think it's really important for all of us in the industry to recognize that these are trying times for a lot of families. Um, most people have transitioned to a work-from-home environment. Children are not in school or daycare. Uh, it was actually announced this morning that school will not be resuming this year, which I can tell you as a mother of a small child in fifth grade, uh, what immediately comes to mind is entertaining him. What are we going to do? And so um, we're trying to set expectations with all of our 
our referral partners and our clients that we need to remember that this is not a normal market. And the idea of a 30-day close, um, although, you know, certainly there's a possibility if they're putting enough money down, there's an appraisal waiver, everything goes right. Um, but we don't want to rely on that. And so we're really communicating, hey, let's set the expectation for a 45-day close of escrow. And if we can close before that, we are happy to accommodate. But let's be realistic. We have escrow officers working from home. We have uh, a limited amount of notaries that are going to people's houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not signing in hey, a lot of the title companies. Time out, though. Maricopa County does allow us to still record because I have heard across the country that that is not the case everywhere. Well, we are fortunate. Um, I'm in a coaching program and and a lot of my peers around the country are not able to function the way that we are here in Arizona. And it, real estate, in a lot of ways, has come to a complete halt. And so we're very blessed to be in Arizona right now, which is not one of the hardest hit areas. And um, I think that we're all being innovative in continuing to serve the uh, industry and each other. Okay, so all of that said, Amanda, didn't you say that uh, we weren't going to talk about necessarily the cancellation rate that we've experienced? However... Speak to what what is lawyers title doing to accommodate social distancing? What are you guys doing there to keep everybody safe but yet still do business? Absolutely. So any non-essential staff that don't need to be there to get files closed are uh, functioning from home now. We have a lot of our offices limited to less than 10 people. So even those escrow officers that do need to be in the office are able to close the files. We're restricting anybody from actually coming into the office to sign as much as possible using well-vetted notaries to make sure that they're taking precautions when they do go out to people's homes or meet them somewhere to sign. Um, and in general, just trying to make sure that we're following all of the protocols that the government's given to to keep everybody safe while still Purell. being able to close, <laughs> still being able to keep things functioning and close our files. Yeah. The biggest thing we're seeing along with that, you know, we need longer closing times because right before all of this happens, refi boom came. And so our escrow officers not only have oh, goodness, the Terry, you'll have to talk about that. <laughs> oh boy. All the closings from the hot market, but all of the closings from these refis that are still happening as well. So they're just trying to keep their heads above water right now. So Tara, and then awesome information that basically all of us are working from home as much as possible. Our dogs are loving us because we're spending a lot more time with our pets. <laughs> this is true. Right? And the kids may or not be loving us. I think my daughter <laughs> who's 16 was very happy to find out she wasn't going to have to go back to school. Uh, but, and she's also lucky, at least as of right now, she's graduating next year. And so she's part of the class that hopefully will get to walk. Sad for the students this year who the don't seniors. get prom, mm-hmm. that don't get to walk, that don't get to do a lot of those things. So I, I want to say my condolences to you kids that worked so hard that don't get to have that recognition that you so deserve. Absolutely. All of that said, Tara, right before St. Patty's Day, because you mentioned it, and I definitely felt like everything changed over St. Patty's Day weekend we were still out, you know, that things were still happening, right? At least here locally, uh, we had rates that had dropped to unseen rates. You guys were busy bouncing off the walls. Unbelievable. Yeah. We started out with 30 day close of escrows, quickly went to 45 days at one point hit 75 days. Uh, currently at 60 days, meaning if you call for a refinance, you can't even lock in, uh, for any period shorter than 60 days. We're setting very realistic expectations on our refinances. Um, and primarily because we do want to continue to prioritize the purchase business. These families need to make a move and we want to make sure they can do it in a reasonable and timely manner. Um, but with that push for refinances, it's so crazy, Rebecca. What normally moves the market is not moving the market today. So, okay, I've said so in, explain that. I'm going to. So normally, 
long-term fixed interest rates are directly tied to the movement of mortgage-backed security bonds. And with this uh, stimulus package, which, by the way, is the largest stimulus package in American history, uh, the feds came in and said, we recognize the importance of keeping long-term interest rates low, and we are going to come in and we're going to purchase mortgage-backed security bonds to do that. And they have come through big time. But what's crazy about that is there is actually a lack of um, – supply and demand, if you will, for servicers who want to purchase those refinances and service them. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, is that tied to the stock market? No. What is so it tied to? I am going to tell you. So as a servicer, this is Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, you know, the person who collects your payment every single month. If you do not make your payment, they are still required to pay the interest to the end investor. So I'm going to try to keep this really simple. Oh, my goodness. I we know. did talk about this on the phone. We and- did, but it's a really big deal. And so here's the deal, you guys. I want you to think about it like this. You and I, we have 401Ks. In our 401Ks, if we have a balanced portfolio. So speak for yourself. I'm self-employed. <laughs> <laughs> or IRAs or all of those things. So uh, in our retirement vehicles, if you will. Uh, it's likely that we have some mortgage-backed security bonds because they're considered a safe and secure investment. Our baby boomers, whose financial advisors said, hey, let's move your money out of the stock market, are oftentimes moving that money into the bond market. The bond market are just mortgages. Right. They're just, you know, bundles of mortgages. Well, guess what? The servicer, Chase, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, still has to pay the interest to you and I in our 401ks just because the borrower doesn't make the payment. And you're making a big deal of this because of what was just announced last week. Yes. A lot of people out there, not just people who own homes, but renters, mm-hmm. all think maybe we got a free ride for 90 days. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not a think. We seriously believe that 25% or more of families with this forbearance opportunity will attest to the fact that they've been financially harmed, and likely they have, and that they will not make their mortgage payment. But some people that haven't may just be looking to take an opportunity not to make those payments, possibly. Right. And that's why the mortgage-backed securities or the servicers don't want to take on any more Take on these new loans because they're taking on a financial obligation. So here's the deal, you guys. The feds are dealing with it. They made promises to come to the rescue of all of these various industries that have been affected. But I can assure you that these were unintended consequences. Mm -hmm. When the feds stepped up and said, here's all the things we're going to do to help. Like mom and dad trying to help out the kids. Yes, 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 yes. These were the unintended consequences. So while our industry was thriving, refinances like crazy, product offerings like crazy, everything came to a screeching halt. And it's uh, definitely going to take a little bit of time in order to see the liquidity come back to the marketplace as a result of that. Okay, but it did not come to a screeching halt because real estate is still happening and your rates are still low. So I know we have to go to break here momentarily. If Tara, quick question. Yes. If somebody's coming in, because we already ran out of time, I wanted to talk about this. If somebody's coming in with an FHA or VA buyer, a week ago I was hearing those were the loans that we didn't have to worry about. Yeah, it's true. And the reality is those are the loans that service our low credit score borrowers. Those borrowers who have credit scores between higher risk, they won't even make their first mortgage payment. You're absolutely right. And there is no appetite for those loans. So effective immediately, the majority of those low FICO loans are being eliminated from the marketplace. So you had buyers that were under contract, maybe within a week of closing on their home and got a call from their lender and said, we apologize, your loan program is no longer available to you.
Ouch. Okay. All right, we have to go to break, you guys, and pay some more, you know, pay some more bills, run some more commercials, but we need to elaborate on that because we do. I don't like leaving on going on break on any kind of <laughs> scary or bad negative note. This is supposed to be motivational, Tara. Well, and the motivation <laughs> is going to come from the fact that we work with families to create solutions to these problems, and that's why you need to work with somebody who can help you out. Okay, so you guys are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, Motivational Errors in a Real Estate and Business Show. We'll be right back after break, guys. Wrapping this up. Thinking about buying or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com. The Beehive was a symbol of harmony, cooperation, and work for the early pioneers of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Brigham Young used the symbol to inspire early church members to work together to transform the barren Salt Lake Valley into a beautiful and thriving community. The Arizona Beehive magazine works to unite the local community with members of this church. People to meet, places to go, businesses to patronize, events to attend. The Latter-day Saint local lifestyle, attitude, and worldview. To pick up your copy, visit ArizonaBeehive.com. We want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX 1100 AM. Guys, I'm here with Amanda Sue Briggs with Lawyer's Title and Roosted, CEO of Roosted. She talked about that in the last segment. Then we have Tara Krieg (laughs) (laughs) from the TK team over at AmeriFirst Financial. And we're only laughing because I said it wrong, apparently, on the last show and probably the show before that. (laughs) It's not Craig. It's Krieg. Uh, And so uh, on break, you guys are really missing out on our breaks. We talk about so much good stuff. And I forgot on the last segment, we ran out of time. I had asked Amanda Sue, who is very well informed. She is also licensed, so she knows all about our contracts and paperwork. And then what is something that you're seeing today that just came into an existence to protect people? Absolutely. We actually have an official attorney reviewed addendum for COVID-19. And so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you know, it kind of starts out saying the current worldwide pandemic has impacted real estate transactions in many unique ways, including travel restrictions, self-imposed and government uh, required quarantines and closures of both governmental and private offices required to fund, close, and record. And so what this addendum does is essentially provides the mechanism to protect both buyer and seller. If, for example, something that hasn't happened, uh, which is the closing of the recorder's office, hasn't happened, we don't see it happening. But if something like that were to happen, it provides the mechanism for both buyer and seller to either uh, finalize that transaction or without any um, recourse. Recourse, exactly. Extend that to when it's open again. And so this isn't an addendum that Lawyer's Title came up. This is an addendum that Arizona Association of Realtors put out last week. I used it myself over the weekend on an offer I submitted. I received it on one of my listings. Mm-hmm. So it is an active use. And that is because within the last couple of weeks, we're seeing some really crazy things happening out there that are mm-hmm. unprecedented. We've never seen before. And those of us with experience in this market 
are doing everything we can to navigate and protect our clients absolutely 100%. I think more so than ever, it's important to go with guided professionals that are experienced. You know, I, I am old. I, 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 no. I, my husband reminds me all the time how old I am. I've been doing real estate for 20, this May, 27 years. So I did work through 9-11. I did mm-hmm. work through the last downturn quite successfully, uh, getting really good at doing short sales and foreclosures. I do not expect that we're going to see those anytime soon. No. I do not either. No, there's too much equity in homes. The demand has still been pent up, and we still don't. I mean, honestly, ladies, it's an even supply and demand right now would mean we would have three times as many houses as we do on the market. Exactly. So there's still a shortage. It's still a seller's market. It's just the poor folks out there that are currently underemployed or not employed that we have to really worry about. We have to give good counsel to you. So in the remainder of our show, Tara, I'd like for you to talk about some of those things. Yeah. Because you only have a few minutes. I know. (laughs) I know. So let me start out by verifications of employment. You know, this came up. If I'm on leave, if I'm at home temporarily, um, can I still get a loan? How are you going to fund my loan? And so we waited, and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac did come out with some guidelines that allow for more flexibility and alternatives in verifying employment for customers whose workplaces are temporarily closed. This was really important because if somebody's been with their current employer for eight years, and it's likely they're going to resume their position and their pay structure is not changing, you know, it would be a shame for them not to be able to continue with their home purchase. And so I'm thrilled to see that the agencies are coming out and really providing guidance to us lenders to say, this is how we want you to handle that. In addition to that, we just received word last week that the IRS is going to stop fulfilling requests for tax transcripts. So not only do we have a situation where um, 2000... scary. It is. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, Not only do we have a situation where the 2019 tax deadline was extended till July, we have borrowers who are using the income from last year to qualify for their home purchase. And if the IRS has not processed their taxes as a result of these delays, it could mean that that borrower doesn't qualify. And so um, our VP went to our investors and said, how are you going to be handling that? Um, and as long as we can prove that they were, in fact, filed, um, it sounds like we're going to have some flexibility around waiving the requirement for the transcript. So perhaps that means they mailed a check to the IRS and the IRS canceled the check. Uh, there was some refund owed or something along those lines, a letter from a CPA attesting to the fact that, yes, these were filed filed, Mm -hmm. confirmation from TurboTax, you know, if they self-filed. So again, it's all about really trying to think outside the box and come up with solutions to help these families. So real quick, let's go. I want to rewind a little bit right before we went on break. We were talking about how some borrowers might be credit challenged in the sense that maybe they don't have a 680 or 720 FICO score. Right. And those are the ones that thought they had a loan that had just gone away. Yeah. And those are also the higher risk folks that the, the, the people don't want to buy the mortgages on the back end. For fear secondary. of default, absolutely. For fear of default. Explain a little bit better about the folks that currently have a mortgage that are currently underemployed that don't have, unfortunately, the safeguard of a savings account. Right. They, they didn't take your Dave Ramsey class, Tara. <laughs> or my advice. Or your advice, <laughs> which, you know, that happens all the time. So what can they do and how will that impact them if they don't make their mortgage payment? I'm so glad you brought that up. So this time I'm thrilled to say that they thought through the stimulus better, I think, than last time. I think the biggest mistake that we saw in the crisis of 2008 was that we were slow to market. 
Everything that we rolled out was kind right. of, uh, I would say, reactive as opposed to proactive. And I'm just thrilled to see that they've learned from their mistakes. And so um, not only did they include verbiage in this forbearance of it will not report adversely to your credit report, um, when they're calling their as servicers. As long as they're current first. Yes, and I want to talk about that. And this is why this You're is running so. running out of time. All right, getting <laughs> to it. So you guys do not quit making your mortgage payment until you have approval from your servicer to do it. They're not requiring, from what I'm hearing through the grapevine, all this documentation to evidence the hardship, but you do need to call the servicer, apply, and attest to the hardship before the forbearance is approved, and you'll be expected to make that payment up until that point. Okay, so that's great advice because, you know, same thing with tenants, and I I wish we knew more. I think we talked a little bit before the show started about Mm -hmm. the new eviction rules. Because I think those, from what I'm hearing, are the folks, you know, that are waitresses, bartenders, travel-related industries that are definitely without employment right Right. now that may not be able to make their rent payment April 1st, which, guess what, guys, is in two days, right? right? So the landlords can't just automatically kick them out for non-payment right now, but how will that negatively impact them? Is there anything that either of you guys can share to that? I'm going to let you, do you know a little bit more about that? There are some areas where they've um, passed legislation that evictions cannot occur until further notice. Um, we haven't seen that to the best of my mm-hmm. knowledge in Arizona yet. Um, so it'll just be interesting to see. I think it's something if you're a landlord that you need to be in communication with your real estate agent and um, other advisors that you trust and mm-hmm. keep an eye on the news and see what's going on. I know for myself personally, we proactively reached out to our tenants just to get a feel for where they were at. Right. Um, and thankfully, none of ours have been impacted by this, but at least we've opened those lines of communication. So regardless of what the government says, we, we kind of know what's going on and can adjust accordingly. Go yeah, ahead. I was going to say, I actually saw a post on Facebook, which I was thrilled to see that I think it was Chase Bank had called and waived payments for six months proactively on somebody's commercial loan who then did the pay it forward and called his tenants and and those that were in need deferred their uh, rent payment. So it was just wonderful to see that everybody's really coming together and trying to help each other out. Yeah, those are great stories to hear. No, those are amazing stories to hear. And all of that said, I hate to say this, ladies, we're wrapping up our show. I, I know we could talk for probably five wow. more hours and all of this. And that said... Tara Krieg. Yes. How can people get a hold of you if they need to get a hold of you to find out more about their particular situation? Yeah, please do reach out. Uh, you can reach our office at 480-344-1951. We do still uh, have somebody working that line and then uh, scheduling for a follow-up phone call. And then uh, you can also visit our website at www.tkteam.us and submit your application if you're interested in evaluating your options. There was one thing I'm going to say quickly, Rebecca, and that is if you are interested in a refinance, do not discontinue continue making your mortgage payments please give us a call okay so we're already being told we got to wrap it up real quick amanda Seabriggs, thank you so much for your time today i i thank anybody who's been listening to grateful heart radio on independent talk 1100 kfnx i'm your host rebecca rains and if you guys are thinking about getting into a house check me out at integrityallstars.com i don't usually plug my real estate side of the business but Today, more so than ever, there's definitely a lot of opportunities out there. Yeah. We just, yeah. you, you got to have the right guidance, folks. So have a wonderful week. Hopefully you guys will check us back out next Monday, 11 a.m., same place, same time. Grateful Heart Radio. Thank you. This world is gonna flow through. Don't